Hello, and I'm glad that you could join us for this week's episode of ABB Energy Pod. I'm sitting here today with Chris Nonheimer. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing fantastic. Thanks so much, Mark. During this lockdown time, you and I were talking before we turned the microphone on. It's really interesting. There's a bunch of things that were not predicted that are happening. One of which is, we talked about this for a minute, is a lot of companies out there have never really tested their disaster recovery or business continuity processes and technologies and tools and everything. And now they have to test it, right? But they have to, they're having to test it in the real world. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, to me, it's an incredible, incredible time, right? So, so many companies, businesses, municipalities are being tested for the first time just to even do simple things like work remotely. Yeah. And so, you know, that's actually a perfect example of how when people have never been through anything before, it's hard to plan for it. So this is a once in a lifetime event. No, you're exactly right. I mean, this is, you know, just to tag on to what you said, this is unprecedented, right? And like you, I hope this is a once in a lifetime type event. Like we were talking about again, before we we turned on the mic, I think this is going to be a challenge that's going to be with us for a little while. And it's not unlikely that this could happen again, right? It could happen again. And so I think it's important for us to look at some of the things, some of the systems, some of the processes, some of the interactions that we have today and say, okay, you know, given this scenario, given this, what could or would or can we do differently to react to this kind of situation? What kinds of things can we put in process and in place today that not only will help us address the situations that we have today, that will also help us become more effective and more efficient as a company in the future. So let's say we're pre-COVID-19. Let's say we have a time machine. We're back to, say, February of this year. And let's say one of your clients came to you and said, Chris, we really want to make sure our business continuity and our remote connectivity efforts are worth it, right? Kind of talk me through what are the steps? Where do you start and where do you want to end up? We always try to start with what the customer or what our customers are trying to do right? That is fundamental, right? So pre-COVID, you know, just again, thinking out loud, customer comes in and, you know, they buy a system from us and we need to do some sort of factory acceptance test on that system, let's say, right? So we would meet that need. We would allow the customer to come to our factory, do the acceptance test and, you know, physically be present to see that piece of equipment. Yeah. So pre-COVID-19, the normal thing to do would be your clients would fly out to wherever this equipment is, basically take it for a test drive to make sure it meets their specs, and then fly out. Now, let's fast forward to now, in the middle of this COVID-19, y'all are still having to do factory assurance testing, right? You can't have people fly out. So how are y'all dealing with that? Yeah. So that's a great question, Mark, because you know we have some tools, right? Tools that we've used as a company to help understand and diagnose what our customers' challenges have been. So you can picture a tool like FaceTime, right? FaceTime is a very visual tool. You can take your smartphone, your tablet, you can go out into a situation and you can actually in real time show someone a video feed of what's going on. Now we have an equivalent product at ABB that's a little bit more industrialized. It's a little bit more tailored for the needs of the customers in our industry. But you know, we've actually taken that product and flipped it on its head, and we're actually using it now to transmit images to our customers so that they can be present on site during something like a factory assurance test or a factory acceptance test. But one of the things I've noticed about what's going on now is 
you're driving changes in culture, which is always the hardest thing to change. So before the normal cultural thing to do was to jump on an airplane and fly out to your facility. Now, because you can't, the culture has changed and people are totally fine with doing this remote, right? Right. Do you think that's going to stick, Chris? So I absolutely think it's going to stick. And here's why. Right. So, you know, we had talked about before I had the opportunity to visit some customers and and we had some conversations in and around digital transformation. Right. And so we were having this conversation with a customer and we were talking about how we saw the value of digital transformation. And they said, you know, Chris, we're going to have to ask you to stop right there. So here's our challenge today. He said, we believe that we can organize the data, right, that we can move data from point A to point B that we can organize that data, that we can do it in a secure manner. We believe that that's possible, and we believe that you as ABB can do that, right? We have confidence in that. Secondly, you know, we believe that you can actually do something with that data once you have it, once you've put it in context, once you've tied all kinds of different systems together and put that data for a specific asset in context. We believe that you can, you know, analyze that data, that you can look at it, that you can find out insights Right. So it's a behavior change that's really what's driving the change. It's not a technology change per se. Yeah. Boy, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> because this is important because I agree. Not only do I agree with everything you say, I see it all the time. I've yeah. seen it for the last couple of years. But to your point, as an industry, the oil and gas industry has always done planned maintenance. Yep. And now we have the ability to do predictive maintenance. Right. The airline industry has been doing it since the 60s. Right. But to the same time, I'm seeing a lot of leaders, and, and maybe not today in this lockdown environment, but before lockdown environment, I've seen a lot of leaders kind of be resistant to planned maintenance because for the entire career, I mean, resistant to predictive maintenance because right. for their right. entire career, they did planned maintenance. Literally, to your point, it's a behavior that needs to change. Right. And I think, you know, this is an opportunity, right? With incredible crises, with incredible change in the way we have to work or forced changes in the way we have to work, it's an incredible opportunity for us to look at the things that we're doing and try to decide you know, when and where we want to make changes. Now, we were supposed to be talking about remote connectivity today. <laughs> so somehow I'm going to try to pull this back to yep, that sure. because everybody's working at home. There's a lot of companies, especially in the oil field, that their core business was never designed around having people working remotely. Right. What's some of the problems companies have run into since they were forced to actually have an entire workforce go virtual? So one of the things I think that is one of the biggest, if not the biggest challenge is just the physical amount of people that we can have on site at a time, right? And then the result of that is that person or persons, right? The few people that are on site at a time, they have an incredibly higher level of accountability or higher level of responsibility for the plant. To me, that's one of the biggest challenges is how do we keep people safe? while also balancing the need to keep the minimum number of people in the plant at a time and also saying not now that person has a whole lot more responsibility because they may not be able to answer all the questions because somebody you know maybe their coworker that was really strong in one area isn't available to ask that question to right right next to them right they're not physically present so what do we do right we have to use technologies that allow us to be there now when you start to get into you know, remote control, remote connectivity, that's a whole nother animal, right? And we have to be really, really careful that what we're doing, we're doing securely, we're doing safely, 
And again, you know, we want to protect the people at the plant and the communities that surround that plant. So, and of course, the assets that are there, right? But most importantly, the people in the plant, the people in the community. So let me flip this question around the other way. So, you know, we're in this COVID-19 lockdown. You don't have remote inputs into the plant because it doesn't make sense from a security point of view. Companies are having to work extremely, extremely lean crews because of social distancing, you know, where does technology help with all that? I mean, we've talked about a couple of things, but but where else can technology help with that? Again, yeah, we've talked about some of the things. Uh, We've talked about remote insights, right? The ability to answer questions remotely in an augmented reality or AR type environment. So that's a big, a big opportunity. One of the other things that's really exciting and engaging is that, you know, as a company, we have something called collaborative operations, right? And what it does is it allows us as a company, as ABB, to sit alongside our customers and provide insights, provide service, provide support, but not have to be sitting in the plant. So the more eyes you can have on this, the more people that can help manage that situation, right? The more effective we can resolve it and then go back to the situation which we'd like to be at, which is predictable, stable, known operations. Chris, this has been incredible. I've enjoyed talking to you. I've learned a lot. Well, thanks so much. You know, again, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for the opportunity to share and thanks for the opportunity for the conversation. So, And that concludes this week's episode of ABB Energy Pod. Look out for a new episode next week right here. See you then.